Sky climbed into bed alone, stretched out between the cool, crisp sheets, and stared into the darkness. It had been a close call tonight. She didn't know if she would have had the willpower to push Wally out the door instead of inviting him upstairs if fate hadn't intervened once again. Either his charm was getting stronger, or her resolve was getting weaker. Lucky for her, at least she guessed it was a good thing. Once more, the house itself had forced them apart. They had been close to the point of no return when the space heater in the sunroom exploded as if someone had dropped it into a bucket of water. Sparks flew and flames shot upward. Wally and Sky sprang apart. He grabbed the afghan from the back of the settee and tried to smother the blaze. She ran to the kitchen, grabbed the fire extinguisher she kept underneath the sink, raced back, and sprayed the heater until the extinguisher ran dry. By the time they'd checked to make sure there were no other embers ready to ignite in another part of the room and cleaned up the mess, the mood had been shattered. Wally had given her a rueful kiss goodbye and gone home. Now, as Skye tried to fall asleep, her thoughts seesawed between her growing feelings for Wally and Beau Hamilton's murder. She knew she was overlooking something in both situations. But what? She idly reached out to stroke Bingo. As her fingers encountered thin air, his absence hit her once again and she swallowed a tear. Was it stupid to believe he was still alive? He'd been gone for over a week. If Bo had kidnapped him, where was he now? The police hadn't seen any evidence of an animal in Bo's apartment. He wouldn't have dared keep the cat in his truck for fear someone would spot it and recognize it as the feline whose picture was on all the missing pet posters around town. Bo didn't have an office, so where else would he stash the cat? While she tried to think, Skye let her gaze wander around the room. The newly replaced window caught her attention, and she wrinkled her brow. Hadn't Dulcie said they would install all the downstairs windows first? Why had she done the one in the bedroom? Skye gave a mental shrug. It was an odd size, so maybe it had been in front at the storage building. Dulcie had mentioned that the building had been stuffed with construction materials and machinery. She had told Skye that if her windows hadn't been right at the door, they would never have been able to find them. Skye sat straight up in bed. The storage building. That was where Bo had put Bingo. Dulcie and her crew wouldn't have seen him among all the clutter, and it hadn't been searched, since at the time of Bo's death, the authorities didn't even know the building existed. It had been nearly five days since Bo's murder, which meant the cat hadn't been fed in all that time. As Skye threw on jeans, sweatshirt, and sneakers, she hoped that Bingo had been able to catch some mice. She was halfway down the stairs when it dawned on her that perhaps rushing alone into a deserted building in the dark was not the best decision she had ever made. Sky sank down onto the step. She couldn't leave Bingo hungry, thirsty, and terrified for another night. So what were her other options? Wally? No, he had said he would need a search warrant, and if he did agree to go, and they were discovered, it could ruin his career. She couldn't put him in that position. Trixie would go in a flash, but Owen wouldn't like it, and their relationship was only now getting back to being good after a major bad patch.
Skye couldn't ask her friend to risk her marriage. She could no longer turn to Simon, and her parents were certainly out of the question. She wasn't speaking to her mother, and her father was in the same spot Trixie was, only recently getting back into his spouse's good graces. That left Uncle Charlie or Vince. The choice was plain. She couldn't see dragging a 74-year-old man out in the middle of the night and asking him to climb over who knew what. Vince it was. He owed her, and he was used to existing on very little sleep. After all, a drummer in a rock band didn't exactly go to bed at 10 o'clock every night. Having made her choice, she ran down the rest of the stairs, stopping briefly in the foyer to get a backpack from the hall closet. Then she went into the kitchen and loaded the pack with a flashlight and a box of dry cat food. She grabbed her car keys from their hook, then raced to the garage. The Bel Air's engine roared to life and its tires sent up a shower of pebbles as Sky stomped down on the accelerator.